Are you looking for ways to bring the magic of the 80s to your Christmas? We've got you covered with our awesome 80s holiday gift guide. I'm Abby. And I'm Keith. Welcome to our 80s Life Podcast Edition. So recently, Keith and I were talking about some of our favorite toys from the 80s and games and things, and specifically ones that we got for Christmas. Yeah, and I was really surprised when I started looking on Amazon that a lot of these toys are surprisingly still available today. I know. I'm so excited to share these with you because some of our favorite toys, we like started Googling them, we're like, okay, they still make that, or they've reintroduced it, or they've brought back this classic toy. So this is the year to find like all those fun, classic 80s toys that you know and love. So whether you're shopping for yourself, or if you want to sort of pass the torch to the next generation and share with them all the fun toys that you grew up with, you are going to love this show. That's right. You want to be that cool parent. <laughs> exactly. Um, one of the things that sparked this conversation <laughs> was we were looking online, and Keith was like, remember? And he was having a hard time describing it's it. Like, remember that snake thing? That snake thing, that, and that it's like you, a puzzle. You, you bend it and make different shapes with it. And he goes, I wish I still had one of those, and y'all... It's like the only thing I had bought for him so far for Christmas. I had bought one for him um, to put in his stocking because we do stockings for each other. So I just, I'm just going to give it to him now. Yeah, she <laughs> she accused me of snooping down in the basement. Because the way you said it, you were like, man, I wish I had one of those. And I was like, did he see that thing? Because I haven't wrapped it yet. It's pure <laughs> coincidence. So, okay. So here you go, babe. Oh, this brings back some memories. So he hasn't, like, have you touched one of these since the 80s or, like, played with it at all? No, I have not. Okay, so wait, put it back. This is the, um, it has different shapes. This is the diamond shape. Hold oh. it and show, show them. Okay, okay, so the, okay, okay, now see, there's the diamond. If you're watching the video version, you can see this. I It looks like a heart to me, but they're calling that the diamond. But look, they have all these different ones you can try to make. Oh, man. Now, it doesn't show you how to make it. It just shows you, but look at the frog. The only one of all those I used to make was the giraffe. The giraffe, me too. I knew you were going to say that. The snake or the giraffe. Yeah. Well, look, can you make us a microphone for our podcast? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, maybe about, about the time we're done here. By the end of the show, you'll have your microphone. I'll wait. You might be waiting a while. <laughs> I, I First thing I got to do is get it all straightened out here. Well, one thing that I thought was interesting was a lot of these things that we used to play with, like this one from the 80s, now they're calling them fidget toys. Yeah. That's like the new thing, fidget toys. So little did we know that we were fidgety. <laughs> We just didn't have an official name for it. It was toys for us. Now it's fidget toys. toys. They're all the rage. I think they're just putting it on there because people are searching for fidget toys. But um, Well, this is a fantastic fidget toy if you need one for your kids or for yourself. It really is. Like We didn't think of it that way. It wasn't marketed that way. It was marketed like a puzzle. I think maybe this, these came out after the Rubik's Cube because those were really popular. The Rubik's Cube, by the way, the original one, is still available. You can buy the original one. But I feel like this was like the next generation, the, you know, capitalizing on the popularity of the Rubik's Cube because it has some similarities. What are you doing? You're starting over? 
Oh, no, um, you told me to make a make a microphone. So. Oh, okay. I thought you were halfway there. No, I'm I'm getting there. Now okay. I'm gonna make some progress. See, check that out. I've already made the uh, the handle. Oh, okay. Oh, All right. Man. Well, we'll let him keep working on that. Um, and we're gonna talk about some of our favorite toys. This one will be on our gift guide. So what we're doing is I give up. <laughs> okay. What we're doing is. We're going to make a list of these fun things that we think that you guys will enjoy that we love from the 80s. I'm sure you can come up with more. This was just our suggestions. And most of these things are going to be under $25. All the ones we're talking about today are under $25. And that's uh, that's pretty good considering how bad inflation is these days yeah. and how, how tight things are for everyone. So yeah. these are great gifts. At a reasonable price. Too bad we can't get 80s prices. Wouldn't that be nice? That would be awesome. Okay. So we've put together this list. We've got a blog. We're going to link it below. And it's real handy because it's going to have each item. And then it's going to have links to the items on Amazon where you can buy the things. So if you're interested in buying any of the items that we talk about today, we will have those listed on our gift guide, which will be linked in the show description below here. All right, well, I did okay. make a microphone, but I did make a hatchet. Okay, Axum Jacks. Axum. <laughs> All right. Okay, maybe we should take this away from you because yeah. you are a little fidgety with it. I'm a little distracted. Okay, the next item, also very magical, we have magic sand. All kinds of magic. There's a lot of magic from the 80s. Okay, so magic sand, um, the actual scientific name for it is hydrophobic sand this is sand that does not get wet in water so you pour it in the water and it magically doesn't get it wet. it repels the water it repels it yeah that's a good word and then you can make little sort of like sand sculptures in the water and then, and then you can scoop it out and it stays dry and you can reuse it we actually made a video about this we got our hands on some vintage 80s Sand, remember that? It, the magic sand was made by Whammo, and sadly, Whammo is no longer, I think, or else they're just not making it anymore. They probably got bought out by someone else. It is available still on Amazon, and I found a really nice set that has six different colors of the sand, and it's very reasonably priced. Nice. So I've included that in the holiday gift guide. Sweet. All right, what do you have for us, Keith? All right, so who remembers water pools? So there were these little handheld, I don't know if I call it a game, it was it's this, a game. Yeah, it's a game. And it's it, a uh, game of skill. And it usually had like one or two buttons on it. So it was full of water. And you were trying to do something like, you know, you'd push this button and it would like make the rings go up. And you were trying to, you know, get them on a hook or something mm -hmm. like that. There were different ones, but that was always my favorite. So you'd fill it up with water. You'd push that button as much as you could. Yeah. It would raise the ring up and it would try to go in. If not, you'd keep trying over and over again. But I think there are different varieties now, but uh, I think it's come a long way from when we uh, had the simple ring and hook. Yeah, so it used to be like kind of like a basketball ring and hook game. Oh, yeah, there was a basketball one, too. Mm -hmm. That's right. Yeah, there was basketball. Yeah. So the one that I found now, the original classic version, has been updated, and now it's got six game options, which is really fun. So you you still fill the water and all that, and then they have these different backdrops that slide in, and so they're still the classic games, but instead of buying different ones, they're all in one. 
Um, so the games are Space Aliens, which is basically Space Invaders. There's a basketball. There's one called Arcade Ball, which is clearly Ski Ball. Oh, that's <laughs> fun. Pinball, uh, Whack-A-Mole, and Road Rally, which is like a pole position racing game. Wow, I'm very impressed. Yeah, the, this is really a fun set. Uh, so it's a great price. It comes with all six games in one. You add your own water. It's exactly how you remember it. But it's just a new version. So, because I see old ones at estate sales sometimes, and you always kind of worry about the that water's if that is that water from the '80s, like that thing's gonna have some mold in it or whatnot. But <laughs> I know what I'm asking for for Christmas. Oh, you're gonna ask for waterfalls? I, I think I might just. Okay. All right. I think you should. Okay. Next up is the speaking spell. I loved this thing as a kid. Did you have a speaking spell? I sure did. Awesome. I learned how to speak and spell. <laughs> It did help with my spelling. I will say I loved the games on there. So this was made by TI, Texas Instruments. My dad worked for TI. So I got one of them when they first came out. He brought it home. Later they came out with a math one, I think. But this is the original Speak and Spell. Now this is one from the 80s. It's actually 1978. Um, but sadly, as y'all know, if you watched my video, this does not work. I bought this at an estate sale. Keith tried really hard to revive it. <laughs> we put fresh batteries and everything, but it just doesn't work. So it, This one was well-loved. Oh, obviously, yes. And um, so anyway, but they have the exact one still available brand new. So the new ones work. The only difference is the buttons aren't um, three-dimensional. They're, they're more smooth. But that's okay. It's got the same games and the same sound effects that we know and love from the 80s. And they also came out with an E.T. version, you guys. So there's an E.T. 40th anniversary mm. version, which I think is so cute. It has the E.T. logo yeah, on it. If you it. want that one, order it now, though. Yeah, for some reason, that one, um, is it takes longer to get to you. So if you'd have to order it right away if you want it for Christmas. So I would recommend just getting the regular one. But uh, just wanted to let you know there is an E.T. version. Because as you remember, E.T. uses this thing. He hooks it up to all those different gadgets and he makes a way to phone home with the speak and spell. So how fun is that? All right, Keith, what item do you want to share with us next? So an item that I really enjoyed as a kid was a game called Simon. Mm -hmm. And if you remember that, it was a round game. It was digital and it had four color buttons on it. Right. And what you, what you had to do is it would start off really slow. So it would start off with one light. And then that one light up. And then you, if you got that one right, then it would do, do two, three, four, so on. But then it not only had more sequences, it would go faster. Oh, I forgot it went faster yeah. as you go. So at the end, it would be like, beep, 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 And you'd have to, like, replicate that. Yeah, that was hard. Yeah, it was fun, though. It is fun. So they, they still make this. Um, it has the original lights and sounds that you know and love. It, it looks like maybe it's a little bit smaller and less clunky with the buttons, but other than that, it looks basically the same. Yes. So we were excited to find out that Simon is still around. I had some pretty solid Simon skills. I'd be curious to see <laughs> if they translated in, uh, you know, if they if I carried those on with me 30 years later. Well, I'm, I know you would beat me at that. I'm terrible at, like, memorization and sequencing, so I'm pretty sure you could beat me at that. Well, I guarantee you that probably 12-year-old Keith could beat 50-year-old Keith at this. Oh, <laughs> you think you've lost a little bit well, of yeah, skill like, over the years? I mean, it's like, it's kind of like remembering 80s music. I can remember almost every lyric to 80s music, but to ask yeah. me to learn a lyric to a song today, 
Forget about it. Okay. Next up, we have Light Bright. Now, you guys might remember we've made a video about this. This is the new and improved. And a lot of times, the newer version's not as good as the classic. But with Light Bright, we think it is. It may be even better than the original. Yeah. Probably I, better. I liked it. It's a little bit more compact. and uh, Look how skinny it is compared yeah. to, remember the old one had that big honking well, and you had light to, you box? Had to, and you had to plug it in. And it got really hot. People yeah. were telling me in the comments, they were like saying that they used to overheat and get really hot and stuff. So fire, A fire hazard. Yeah. So these <laughs> ones, um, it's battery operated. It's flat screen. The new Lightbrite, totally awesome. Well worth the price. Okay, next, Keith is going to tell us about something that is hard to describe. Yeah, I know. Like, how do you describe this in a podcast? And. <laughs> And it's technically another fidget toy, so I guess I was a fidgety kid because everything I almost everything I picked has been now yeah. what today would be considered a fidget toy. But this is like so there was like these this rail and there was like this little ball that would go down the rail and would come back and so you would like use your it like be some like wrist action <laughs> to make the ball go back and this little ball go back okay. and forth on the rail. But now they're cool. Now they light up. Yeah, now they light up. Okay, so this is how Amaz the Amazon description of what Keith just tried to describe. <laughs> to Let's see who's better, Keith or Amazon. It's called Retro Light Up Gyro Wheel Set for Kids. Rail Twisters Mesmerizing Spinning and Lighting Effects. I think my description was better. Now, now, <laughs> now the other post we were looking at had an even better description. It said... Oh, it said poor quality. Poor quality. <laughs> and the title is like, obviously... We're not so, picking that one. Yeah, that would not be one I would want to purchase. <laughs> well, I think it just something got lost in translation, like it was a foreign producer. So um, they changed, instead of saying vintage, I think they meant vintage or classic, but it came out as poor quality. Poor quality. <laughs> so we picked one that had great reviews, great price. It's a set of two. You get a red one and a blue one, and they light up. And so these are fun. Really so if cool. you get two of them, you and a friend, y'all can have races. Oh, yeah, I guess you could. Yeah. I mean, it just comes back. Or you could hold one in each hand. Yes. And you can see if you could do two at one. All right. Well, that sounds like a lot of fun. Let's. Are you adding that to your Christmas list, too? And these are like be our, like, party games at Christmas time. <laughs> yes. Okay, the next item I have is Wacky Wally. This is the original wall crawler. Now, you said you remembered having this, but not this particular style or brand. Yeah, like the knockoff I, version? Sure, the knockoff version. We had these where you were throwing up against the wall and it would yeah. crawl down the wall. Right. But I don't think I had a wacky Wally, though. Oh, weird. Okay. Well, they, they also have them that look like little men with the arms and legs. Yeah. But this was, um, it's like an octopus. It's definitely the one that I remember. It has all, you know, it's like an octopus. So it has like the eight legs that crawl down the wall. You throw it up high and it crawls down. Well, we, for some reason, would have so much fun with this. And if you get two of them, which this this one does come with a set of two, it's best to have two because, like you said with the other one, you can have races. Yeah. And that was the fun part because they're kind of unpredictable. I think that's what we liked about them. It's like you would throw it, and it would just sort of do its own thing. They're just like a sticky gel. Uh, it won't hurt your walls or anything. Just, don't, then, just don't do it around dirt because I just remember. They man, get dirty. They get dirty, yeah. and, then, and then they don't stick very good after that. Well, um, my friends and I would wash ours. So I think I think they're washable. You can, can we break, used to you, just. So you could rinse it off? We would rinse it and just use a little bit of hand soap and it would get like re sticky again. So oh, I, cool. I think you can just wash them. Or if you're a boy, you can just get dirt on it and then you just throw spit. it away. <laughs> oh, I thought you were going to say you just spit on it. Just spit on it. 
No, me and my friends, after they weren't sticky anymore, we would just wash them and it sort of like rejuvenated it. So anyway, Wacky Wally, super Wacky fun. Wally. That would be a great stocking stuffer. All right. One thing I loved as a kid was Play-Doh. Me too. And I always liked the special sets. And my favorite set was the Fuzzy Pumper. The Fuzzy Pumper Barbershop. Yeah. So if, yes. you, were, if you remember, there, were like a, there was like a guy and a girl and it was like, a little chair. They had a little chair. Right? And you like did a little crank and it would make their hair grow. They had holes in they, the top. It had holes in their head. Yeah. And so the pressure would make the Play-Doh come through. It looked like hair. And then there were some scissors and you could trim it. Yeah. You give him a haircut. That's great. Okay. I have a funny story about the fuzzy pumper. Um, I had another one. They, they have the haircut one and then they also had one that just made shapes that came out that squirted out too. Oh, yeah. I like that. I had one of those. Okay, so I had one of those, and I was really little, like two or three. And my dad and I got really into it, and we were playing with that thing, and we were mashing it down, making the shape squirt out. And, you know, we figured out if you could hit it hard, then they could come flying out. And we had a coffee table that had a glass top on it. Ooh, I see if this is going. Yeah, we broke it. Oh, And my mom is like, comes in there, what did you guys do? So who broke it, you or your dad? I mean, it was obviously my dad, but we he was playing he and I were playing together, but um but yeah, we we totally broke the coffee table. So um but this toy is not dangerous. I think we just <laughs> my dad just didn't know his own strength. Yeah, well this one's different. It it's has a, a little, crank. it has a little crank on it so you won't be like putting You're not pressure slamming to it slam down. the thing down. Yeah, the other one you slam down. I I don't think you're supposed to slam it. I think you're just supposed to gently press it, but uh yeah. Anyways, but the Fuzzy Pumper Barbershop was like the next generation, and it was where you could give them the haircut, and it's just a crank. Um, but Now, speaking of next generation. Oh, my gosh. The new one? There's a new one. They have a Star Wars Chewbacca version. And it's pretty much the cutest thing ever. It's like you, you, you give Chewbacca some hair. You can give Chewbacca some hair. But it's kind of funny because I was looking at the pictures, <laughs> and it looks more like dreadlocks. It looks like Chewbacca with dreadlocks. But it's really cute. But I like the idea. It's a great idea. So for the Star Wars lover in your life, you might want to get the Chewbacca Fuzzy Pumper version. I would highly recommend it. Yeah, is that on your list? I, all the stuff's on my list. <laughs> all right, next I want to talk about Creepy Crawlers. Now, Keith does not remember this product. Nope. It's a little obscure. I don't think it was like massly popular, but I know there were a lot of people who liked it. And I was one of those, although I had a girly version, which instead of making bugs, you made flowers. Um, so this is this toy, you, you melt. It's kind of hard to explain. It comes with this sort of like goo stuff, and you melt the goo. Um, I think now you do it in the microwave, but back then in the 80s, before we all had microwaves, it came with like a little thing you plugged in. It was like a heating pot. I'm sure it wasn't the safest toy. So it's kind of like one of those candle things you have today. Like me- like wax melts. Yeah. Yeah. So, but they're these were like goo, like sticky, and you melted it, and then you poured it into these different molds, and you basically just made some little molded critters, um, but they were like bugs and stuff. Yeah. And then you could like scare your friends, and then they made like glow in the dark ones and. Um, the cool thing too, you could reuse them, so you could remelt hmm. the critters of the same colors and just use them over and over, or mix the colors. Okay. So anyway, I couldn't remember if th- this was an actual toy or if I had a fever dream. 
<laughs> I was like, did I dream that or is that a real thing? So I looked it up. It was a real thing. And they don't make the flower one anymore, but they still make the bug one. It's called Creepy Crawler's Alien Bug Maker Kit. And uh, you can melt, create, and creep. It Man. says melt, create, and creep out your friends. I would love that as a kid. In the commercial, it shows a boy scaring his sister. <laughs> course so that is so fun and it's uh still a thing all right who remembers the spire graph i used to love that so you had the uh, little your, your pencil or a pen mm-hmm. and you'd have like the round uh plastic thing and it would kind of go in a circle and it would make all kinds of cool different designs that's probably a really bad description of a really <laughs> cool thing okay well the spirograph it's an older toy it, it's pre-80s but we definitely played with it in the 80s. And our daughter had it in the early 2000s, didn't she, Key? Yeah, because some of our furniture still uh, has the uh, memory of that spirograph. Yeah, we let her use it on our dining room table. And it was a pretty new table at the time. She was really going to town with that thing with a ballpoint pen, which we don't recommend. You should definitely put something under it. Don't definitely. put it right on the wood with one little thin piece of paper. Because what happened was it went through. So we have like a little etched design memory. I love seeing that. It doesn't bother me at all. And it's so faint. Like you can barely see it, but it's definitely there. So the new version is just like the old classic. Um, it comes with all the things you need to make hundreds of designs. It's just, it's a really fun for like kids that like art, especially older kids, I think would get into this. So, and they have some newer versions, but I just, um, linked the original classic version. Yeah. For the artsy kid out there or Mm. adult. This Perfect. is a fun toy. Yep. Okay, the next one is a little bit obscure. See if you guys remember this. It's called Squirmals. I want to see you describe this. Okay. It's like a fuzzy, sort of like a caterpillar, uh, fake, like a little fuzzy worm. Oh, they're real. They're not fake. It just says it's a magical pet. That's all it says on the package. It doesn't tell you really. It says like the secret is inside. Remember this? It has a little secret book. And it's, then, a, it's a string. Yeah, you, <laughs> you don't find out until you open the package. Spoiler alert, it's a string. It's like like clear fishing line. Clear fishing line tied to a little cardboard thing, and you tuck the cardboard piece into your pocket, and then you have the clear string. I mean, it's a really tiny string, so it is hard to see. Yeah. So it's pretty magical, but there is a skill set. The kids have to have some patience to learn how to use this thing but if you can learn oh it's cool it's cool and you could probably trick some people it it looks so realistic if you get the motions right it makes it look like it's crawling and doing different tricks it's really cute and they're very cheap like this is a great stocking stuffer super adorable our daughter loved them they have the little googly eyes Yeah, hers was named slidey she named her slidey and she took it everywhere and she was really into it And there's a video on the Amazon site of this guy doing a demo. And this guy is, like, awesome at it. He has mad skills. He did. We both watched it and we're like, okay, that is wild. Like, it looks so real. So if you get good at it, it's awesome. Okay, let's talk about board games. There's so many classic board games that we played in the 80s that are still fun. Especially before video games came out. Yeah, the early 80s before we got, like, our Nintendos and yeah, Ataris. Yeah, because, you know, that's how we entertained ourselves. You either played outside or you played board games. Okay, so what was your favorite board game in the 80s? That was definitely, for me, Monopoly. 
the finance guy in me. I mean, I end up getting a finance degree is because yeah. who loved counting all the money? I mean, I actually hated that game. So it's so funny. But it doesn't really surprise me that you liked it. Oh, man, I get vicious when you start getting, oh, yeah. the, getting the houses and the hotels. I was yeah. bankrupting people. You know, it was awesome. I think that's a common tale. I think a lot of families got into arguments over Monopoly. And it's an older game. It's not an 80s game, per se. It's older than that. All but right. we played it. In Here's the way I think about Monopoly. Okay. Friends are made by playing Monopoly, and friends are lost by playing oh, Monopoly. Sure. Yeah, because people get can get vicious. I remember me and some of the neighborhood kids getting into day-long fights oh. over Monopoly game. I mean, words were said. We stopped talking to each other. That's sad. Yeah, I mean. We but took, it was still your favorite game. Yeah, it's still my favorite game, but we took Monopoly serious. But you really had to watch out for those cheaters. You can cheat? Well, yeah, because someone would try to slide an extra 500 Dollars oh, the, the banker. The banker. Yeah, you got to you got to pick somebody you can trust. You have to have high integrity if you were going to be the banker. Oh, I'm sure you were. The banker, a great banker could swindle money very easily. Oh, no, my friends never did that. Mine did. Okay, you, you know who you are. Okay, so there's a classic '80s version that you can get. That's exactly how we remember. Or there's the newer, updated version. The main difference are the little movers, the characters. So they've added a dinosaur, a duck, a cat, and a penguin. So then I look to see, like, what did they take the place of? They took away the shoe, iron, horse guy, and thimble. Um, so I'm not sure why they made those changes, but there seem to be more animal characters now, and I'm not sure it really matters. So it just depends on which one you want. The game is the same. I wonder if infl inflation has hit Monopoly as well. I wonder if you get if you start get with more, more money. money, or if like board oh. like Boardwalk now costs you one million dollars <laughs> instead of three hundred dollars, whatever it was back in the day. Monopoly inflation version. Yes. I mean, I don't know. I don't know because I haven't played it in a long time. Because early in our marriage, we played it, and we had one of those uh, aforementioned Monopoly fights, and I don't think we ever played it again. Honestly. Nope. And I think that's probably for the best. <laughs> you didn't like it anyway. <laughs> okay, the game that I really love from the 80s and still do is Sorry. Yeah, that's a pretty vindictive game as well. It can be, but what I like about it is when you knock the person out or send them back home, you have to apologize. You have to say, sorry. Well, you <laughs> But say, you say it kind of cheeky. Well, yeah, and this is what Abby does. She gets her little piece and she Ding. knocks it really hard. Like the piece <laughs> flies across the room and she's like, sorry. <laughs> that, that is a that, fun game. That doesn't sound apologetic to me. Okay, but the other reason I like it better than Monopoly is that you can come back from, from that more easily, whereas on Monopoly, once somebody gets a Monopoly, they just run away with the game, and there's really no coming back for the losers. Mm -hmm. But with, with sorry... It, the tables can turn rather quickly, and you can then get that person back. Oh, yeah. So it's really fun, and it's, you know, I think it's a good game. We we played it a lot with our daughter, and it doesn't take, like, forever to play, either yeah, like Monopoly. Quick, it's a pretty quick game. Pretty, pretty quick. Yep. So it hasn't changed. It's still the classic game you know and love, and it's still available. Okay, what do you have for us next, Keith? The next game on my list is Operation. He picked all the games that I hated. It's like a game of anxiety right there. I mean, you either love or you hate this game. You know what this is? It's, it was electric, and you'd have your little tweet, I think everybody tw tweezers, knows. Yeah. and you try to get the little body parts out. But <laughs> if you went too far and touched the ledge, 
his nose would light up and it would go and scare the crap out of you. Yep. Okay, so it is a skill game. It's labeled for ages six and uh, six and up. Okay. I feel like a six year old that might be a stretch. If but you have a steady hand, I think any age can play it. Do you know the name of the guy that's on the operating table? I didn't know this until I just now saw it, but I'm not going to tell you. I want to see if you know. Willard. His name is Cavity Sam. Because <laughs> he has cavities? Well, no, because his whole body is a cavity. Well, I, know. Not, I didn't mean in his teeth. Cavity Sam. Now, here's something fun. So the game is classic, just how you remember it, but they did add an extra piece to the newer version. They had people vote. Apparently, I didn't get in on this vote, but they added brain freeze, and it's a little ice cream cone in the brain area. It's so cute. Nothing worse than a brain freeze. Brain freeze. You get those a lot. I get them all the time. He always is... I don't want to. Well, it's because like if I, I never if I get ice cream, like an ice cream bar, you just eat it fast. I just eat it real fast. I eat mine slow. All right, so they have added brain freeze. Now they also have themed ones. So if you want to get like a newer, different version, um, there's a Nightmare Before Christmas with Oogie Boogie. Okay. There is a Paw Patrol version. There's a Rudolph the Red Nosed Reindeer, like the classic one where you're it's Bumble the Abominable Snowman that you're operating on. And there's also a Baby Yoda version, among other. I mean, there's tons of them out there. So lots of fun opportunities for gifts. Who remembers this classic game? Guess who? Now, this is the 80s version, but they still make this game. It's still great. It hasn't changed much, although there are also, like like the Operation, there's updated versions. Like, you can get a Pets one. You can get Disney Princess. You can get Mario. There's a Mario one. With, like, Princess Peach and all the different characters. Very cute. Or you can just make your own 80s version. Okay, so tell them what we did with our Guess Who game. We tricked out our Guess Who game and put 80s characters on the slots instead of just these random people. Yes, and it was so fun. And it's still like that, so when we play, we can have the 80s version. (laughs) Yeah, so it might be Michael Jackson. I think JR is on there. There's all kinds of famous 80s celebrities that made... That made the cut. (laughs) Yeah. So um, be sure and watch that video. If you missed it, we will link it for you. It's hilarious. So the fun thing about this game is you can get it. You can just play it if you want, however you want. But the cards are removable, and it's real easy to add your own. All right. So these are just a few examples of the list of items that we have on our awesome 80s holiday gift guide. So be sure and check that out. We will link it for you below. And happy shopping, y'all.